I mean, I know other classrooms, there's 30. They're busting at the seams. Other schools, you know, grades only 9 through 12, and they got 3,000 kids in there. This guy, 15, 1469, 1,469 students in grades K through 12. You know how adverse he's got to be? You know his, his environment, how adverse it must be? You got to face that adversity. K through 9. Oh, man, you don't know what he was going through as a kindergartner. I mean, no one's tougher than this kid. No one's tougher. He had about four teachers in every classroom. Every kid had their own teacher, had their own laptop. Oh, my God. He had it so tough, the Wi-Fi dropped out once in a while. No one's tougher than this kid. Nobody. Oh, they're getting a real Iron Man. The New York Giants at six. Oh, man. This is a grit. This is a gritty kid. You know, from from the earth, from the soil type kid. You know, K through 12. Tuition at Charlotte Latin School in North Carolina is $22,340. I mean, come on. How could you not feel bad for this kid? I mean... This kid just keeps jumping over hurdles. And he had to go there, you know, because he couldn't afford the $25,000 school. So he had to go to the $23,000 school. I mean, come on. I'm already welling up with tears. I'm getting, I'm catching all the feelings. What a tough kid this kid is. Oh, my God. What a tough kid. He went to the top private school. Grades K through 12. Oh, terrible. Everyone's got a laptop. Everyone's got cars on campus. Oh, my God. I heard he even had to pump his gas once when he was 17. Oh, this kid. Boy, the Giants really know how to pick the tough ones. Let me tell you. They find the diamonds in the rough. This kid has went through it all. $22,340. For his high school year, I mean, this poor kid, he wanted to go to the $25,000 school. Nope, nope, not him. He had it rough. He had it rough. His friends went to the twenty-five dollars and $30,000 schools. Not him. Nope. They couldn't afford it. Really tough. Had it really, really tough, this kid. So he goes to Charlotte, North Carolina, to the Latin school where, you know, he had it rough. Pumped his gas once. 17 years old. Real tough kid. Real tough kid. But, you know, everyone's saying Duke. Well, he did so much at Duke with nothing. Oh, well, he must have lit up the world in high school then, right? Because, see, what I'm hearing from Daniel Jones, Mr. Adversity, is that, you know, don't hold Duke against him. It's Duke's fault. They don't have top football players over there. It's Duke's fault. So when he was in high school, he must have lit it up. He must have had a ton of interest from colleges all over the world. Maybe he went to Duke. He wanted to do something like that. He wants the Ivy League. You know, because, again, he's got it tough from the Latin school. I mean, Jesus Christ. So he must have been flooded with offers. Yes, he was flooded with offers. Nobody deals with it like Daniel Jones. He had so many offers. He could count them all on one hand. Actually, he can count them all on two fingers. Because he had an offer from Duke 
and an offer from Princeton. Oh, man. I mean, these other people are getting offered from Ohio State, Clemson, Notre Dame, you know, Michigan, Florida, Florida State. No. This kid had to overcome the fact that nobody else wanted him except for Duke and Princeton. I mean, that's a tough kid. That's a tough kid. To know those are your only two options, oh, you got it rough. I mean, the kids who got to go to junior college and then transfer over, they got it easy. They got it easy. Mr. Adversity, Daniel Jones, Princeton, and Duke. I mean, this guy must have, you know, he must have been so stressed out. Uh, What what terrible choices this guy had. I mean, really brutal. My heart goes out to the guy. Mr. Adversity, what a tough kid. What a tough kid. But before he even goes there... So you got a company called 24-7 Sports, 247 Sports. They rank all the high school kids and everything else, and they rank them. They do a nice job. Nationally ranked Daniel Jones coming out of high school was ranked 2020 out of all the high school football players. Okay. Okay. 2020. Oh. I mean, the Giants really found their diamond in the rough, I got to tell you. They know something nobody else does. As a dual threat, and so we're really just looking at quarterback and what he can do. Nationally ranked from 24-7 sports, which is the main, uh, one of the main places to rank high school football athletes and high school athletes all over the place. Ranked 58 out of quarterbacks. Oh. And in his own state, in his own state of North Carolina, so now you got to think, right? This isn't a Duke. It's just Duke's fault. It's not Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones must have been ranked in the top 10 for his own state. 54th, Daniel Jones. Uh, the Giants know what they're doing, let me tell you. The Giants know what they're doing. So then Daniel Jones goes to Duke. You want to say maybe he went there for the education, not the football? Okay. But now all of a sudden we're blaming the football on the fact he doesn't have good numbers, okay, no problem. So Daniel Jones goes and plays three years football at Duke, 16, 17, and 18, 2018, respectively. And you want to blame everything on the Duke defense sucks, Duke offense sucks, they have no weapons, okay. So last year, let's just take 2018, for example, should be his best year. I mean, he was just drafted sixth by the Giants, right? All right. They open up against Army. Daniel Jones, Mr. Adversity, the future of the New York football Giants. Goes 13 for 17 for 197 yards and one touchdown against Army. All right. Well, Army's got a pretty good defense, I, I, I guess. I guess. Next game, Northwestern. He goes 16 for 22, 192 yards. Throws three touchdowns. Interesting, interesting. Virginia Tech, he throws the ball 35 times. His best game was against Pittsburgh, which, by the way, they lost. He went 27 for 42, threw for 396, and four touchdowns. And then North Carolina, where they won, he threw for 361 and three touchdowns. 
There's other games here. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. A loss, 17 for 36, 47% completion percentage, and threw for 145 yards. The future of the New York Giants. Man. And then the scouting reports now. They're coming out of Duke and they're saying, hey, don't blame Duke. How dare you blame Duke? Daniel Jones is the next Eli Manning. Peyton Manning. Daniel Jones. Okay. Don't blame Duke. Daniel Jones, he went through so much adversity on the field. He was hit so much, you have no idea. You have no idea how much he was hit and punished in Duke. <laughs> so, so, the flip side of that coin is, so you're getting a beat-up quarterback that's been punished in college at number six. And more importantly... Last time I checked, if the quarterback's getting hit a lot, it's because he's hanging on to the ball too long. See, there's something called a rule book where you can't hit the quarterback if he doesn't have the ball. So if Daniel Jones is standing behind a shitty offensive line of Duke and he's holding on to the ball forever, ah, I'm going to have to blame a little Daniel Jones. On about half of those hits. I'm going to have to do it. But no, blame Duke. Do not you dare blame Daniel Jones. Mr. Adversity. 6'5", white kid out of Duke. Went to Charlotte Latin School. Charlotte Latin School. 25000 Only 25000 A year? A year? I mean, you, you got you got to be kidding me with this, Mister Adversity, Mister Adversity. So Daniel Jones wraps up a Duke career where he's about about sixty percent completion. Okay, his last year he threw for twenty two touchdowns, believe eight interceptions. Okay. And I'm going to compare him to a Giants quarterback, and you're going to see how I'm making the comparison. And it's a real easy comparison. And it's not Eli Manning, who, by the way, sucks. Did anyone forget? Oh, two-time Super Bowl MVP. But he can't throw short. He can only throw long when he's got basketball players out there who are 6'6 six, six and higher. And when he's got, you know, here's what Eli needs. Eli needs Strahan, a young Yuminura, a Justin Tuck. He needs a dominant defense, 6'6 six, six wide receivers, a good, gritty, tough running back, and then Eli Manning's good. What? Trent Dilfer's good with that team, too. Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl, and these guys want to compare him to Eli Manning. Giant fans, you hate Eli Manning. Most of you know Eli Manning sucks. And that's your comparison? Congratulations. Congratulations. And they're talking about comparing Daniel Jones to Peyton Manning. You out of your mind? You out of your mind? Peyton Manning, who went to Tennessee, who was the number one ranked football player in his state out of high school. This kid's 2020. How do you compare? 
I got a comparison for you, Giant fans, that is way more realistic. And it hits home with the Duke comparison. Everyone's already doing this. But I said at the moment it was drafted, J.G. Jett was there. He's my witness. Giant fans, think back not too long ago to a guy by the name of Dave Brown, quarterback out of Duke, drafted in the first round by the New York Football Giants. And he's going to say, what, because he came out of Duke? No, not just that, although that's a good enough comparison in my mind. You look at Dave Brown. Dave Brown's last year in college was 1991. Dave Brown threw for 2,700 yards, almost very similar to Daniel Jones. He threw for 20 touchdowns. Daniel Jones threw for 22. And he threw for 15 interceptions. Daniel Jones threw for nine. Guys, you just drafted Dave Brown number six. Mr. Adversity. Mr. Adversity, with Josh Allen sitting there. Vinny Uch from Florida, my brother from Florida is texting me while the Giants are on the clock, and he said it perfectly. This couldn't work out better for the Giants. And then I'm texting people, Josh Allen, here it goes. He's the next Michael Strahan. They need a pass rush. He's from New Jersey. They're grabbing Josh Allen. No, nope. Daniel Jones. So explain to me this, Giant fans. Daniel Jones is Mr. Adversity, 6'5", white kid from Duke, okay? From the Charlotte Latin School, all right? Everyone's got their own personal teacher, their own personal laptop, $23,000 a year, Mr. Adversity. And you take him for his toughness and his grit and his character over Josh Allen, the pass rusher from Kentucky, who literally gets drafted a few picks later by the Jaguars, okay, and walks across the stage, or a pick later from the Jaguars, walks across the stage with his daughter in his hand. This guy's got kids, and he's a kid, and he has kids. You don't think he has adversity? You don't think he faces adversity? I mean, give me a break. Give me a break. And he went to Kentucky. And he had the best pass rushing percentage out of anyone in the draft. Anyone. Anyone. From any school. No one was blaming, you know, no one was saying he sucked because of Kentucky and who they played. What a disaster. Daniel Jones. Mr. Adversity. As a Jeff fan and a Cowboy fan. It couldn't have worked out better for these Giants. Giants, you drafted Dave Brown, and all of you know it. But now you're going to play the wait-and-see game. And I will throw this disclaimer out there because I do always say it. Might as well be consistent. And when it comes to quarterbacks, nobody ever knows. It's a crapshoot. But come on. The biggest thing is that you have Haskins sitting there. Haskins, who threw for 5,000 yards last year. 5,000 yards at Ohio State against teams like Michigan, who he carved up with the number one ranked defense. Dwayne Haskins, 50 touchdowns. I think it was eight or nine interceptions. 5,000 yards. 
Oh, my God, Daniel Jones. Are you for real right now? Are you for real? Jets, real simple, Quinn Williams. A lot of people had him ranked as the best player in the draft, the best player out there. The guy sounds like a complete moron. Whenever he gets interviewed, I'm just going to mute the thing because I'm not going to learn anything. Oh, man, man, come on, man, come on, man. I mean, the guy's got braces. At least he'll have nice teeth. Interior alignment. Jet fans will break down more of the draft as we go. But Quentin Williams, you know you're sitting there. It worked out, like I said, pretty simple. Okay? Once the Cardinals went with Kyler Murray, then the Jets knew that the trade offers weren't going to be great. They tried. They said they didn't get anybody. They didn't like what they got, but they did try. So away you go. You know, when we were on the clock, to be honest, I wanted Allen. Thought he fit a lot of uh, a lot of things we needed. Pass rusher, the whole thing. But at the end of the day, Quinn Williams, I'm okay with it. Now we have four three personnel. They flashed it up on the screen yesterday during the draft. With your DNs being Leonard Williams, which I've been telling you now for years, he's a four three DN. He should not be playing in three four. It's a four three DN. You got him. Williams in the middle. You got, uh, you know, the guy Nathan Shepard. He comes in there. You still got McClendon. And then you got uh, Anderson. There's your four. Your three linebackers, Mosley, Avery Williamson. And uh, what's his face? Jenkins or Darren Lee. Done. You have your 4-3, Greg Williams. I don't want to hear this bullshit. And don't get caught up in the 3-4-4-3 three, four, four, three stuff with the Jets anyway too much. It's going to be a hybrid of both. I just don't want to hear them come out and say we only have three, four personnel because that's not true. Not true at all. The Giants made two other first-round picks. Doesn't even matter. They blew the sixth pick. They blew the sixth pick with Daniel Jones. Jeff fans, go get your Q Williams jerseys. I would wait, though, because you got Leonard Williams as well. So you don't know if they're going to go with the L Williams and the Q Williams or they're both just going to be Williams. So I'd wait. A lot of people ordering that Williams jersey last night and this morning. You don't know what the team's going to do. You don't know what those guys want to do. Maybe they want to do a little Bash Brothers, Williams Brothers. You know, one's got the L in front of the name. The other's got the Q. And you spent $100, you know, $200 on a jersey. just says Williams on the back and doesn't look like the, the real one. So I'd hold off on that. But other than that, Jets, you sleep easy last night. You know, we were worried about trading back and McCagden screwing it up. You didn't have to worry about that. They got Quinn Williams. Away we go. We got all 4-3 defense which I think we're going to be in 60% of the time anyway. And we're good to go. But the Giants, you had to spend more time on this Daniel Jones. Mr. Adversity. Oh, God, no one's got it tougher than him. Real grit of the earth. Right from the soil. Nobody makes them like Charlotte Lighton School. 23000 a year. Daniel Jones. Give me a break. Giant fans, I don't know how you slept. And you know what? last thing I'm going to say about this, because we'll get into all the other picks for the Giants and everybody else do a Jet and Giant draft recap. You know the Giants know they fucked up, and here's why. Because when they traded back into the first round to get that corner late, they needed to do something. They needed to do something for their team. Hey, Daniel Jones, good luck, Giant fans. Jets, sleep easy. Here comes the third round. I'll see you later.